Today's history of episode is a very special one because we are going to be narrating the history of one of the largest companies in India. Established in 1868, it is India's largest conglomerate with products and services in over 150 countries and operations in 100 countries over 6 continents. Even though they have such a huge conglomerate, the head of the group doesn't feature in the list of billionaires and that is because he donates most of the company's profits to the poor and needy. If you haven't guessed by now which company we are talking about, it is the Tata Group. Buckle up and let's dive into the story of Tata Group starting from 1868 all the way to the present. The story begins in 1839 with the birth of Jamshedji Nusarwanji Tata. Nusarwanji and Jeevanbai Tata. After completing his graduation from Elphinstone College in Bombay in 1858, Jamshedji joined his father's trading firm that dealt in general merchandise. In 1868, aged 29 and wise with the experience garnered by 9 years of working with his father, Jamshedji started a trading company with a capital of rupees 21000. His first expedition to England soon followed, where he learned about the textile business. He was convinced that there was a tremendous scope for Indian companies to make a dent in the prevailing British dominance of the textile industry. Jamshedji made his move into textiles in 1869. He acquired a dilapidated and bankrupt oil mill in Chinchpokli in the industrial heart of Bombay and renamed the property the Alexandra Mill. And he then converted the cotton mill and then sold it to a local merchant after two years for a significant profit. In 1874, Jamshedji made a bold move to establish a new mill in Nagpur instead of Bombay and Bombay at that time was India's textile hub due to its close proximity to cotton growing areas easy access to a railway junction and plentiful supplies of water and fuel nagpur was better than bombay on january 1st 1877 the day queen victoria was proclaimed the empress of india the empress mills came into existence it was at empress mills that jamshedji pioneered worker welfare initiatives unheard of at that time and the period following the establishment of the empress mills was the most significant in jamshedji's busy life jamshedji tata dreamed of achieving four goals setting up an iron and steel factory a unique hotel a world class learning institution and a hydroelectric plant jamshedji tata believed that if india had to climb out of poverty its finest minds would have to be harnessed with this thought in mind he established the jn tata endowment in 1892 this enabled indian students regardless of caste or creed to pursue higher studies in england in 1903 the taj mahal hotel opens for business and it was one of many dreams jamshed ji had for india that came to fruition during his lifetime Legend has it that Jamshed ji set his mind on building it after being denied entry into one of the city's hotels for being an Indian. By the time of its completion in 1903, it had costed rupees 4.21 crore. Soaked in luxury, it was the first building in Bombay to use electricity and the first hotel in the country to have American fans, German elevators, Turkish baths, English butlers, and a whole lot of other innovative delights. 120 years later the Taj Mahal hotel still remains standing tall and serving as one of India's most luxurious hotels after Jamshed ji's death in 1904 his older son Dorab ji Tata becomes the chairman of the company and takes up the responsibility of bringing his father's grand vision of for India to life sir Dorab ji established the Tata Tata Iron and Steel Company Tisco in 1907 
If you are interested in knowing the entire story of how the steel plant came to life in remote Sakchi with a lot of struggles and challenges, I recommend you read the article by Tata Group themselves. I'll link it in the show notes. In 1909, the Indian Institute of Sciences, which is now India's best university, was established through the vision of Jamshedji Tata five years after his death. The first batch of students was admitted in 1911. The British government brought a scheme under which IISC could spend only 10,000 euros a year, of which 2,000 will be provided annually by the government of India for 10 years, and the rest 8,000 was provided by Jamshedji's endowment alone. The Maharaja of Mysore did come forward with a generous offer of 371 acres of land in Bangalore for the institute, a gift of INR 5 lakhs for the construction, and a recurring grant of 50,000 a year, and that's how IISC was born. If you want to know more about the history of this premier institute, there's a really good podcast made by Abhijit Chawda and Dr. Gautam Desiraju, and the link will be in the show notes. More than a century ago, the visionary Jamshedji Nusarwanji Tata resolved to provide pollution-free and clean power to Mumbai. Mumbai was plagued by the fumes of boilers and of textile mills. He dreamed of and inspired setting up one of the first hydroelectric power plants in the Western Ghats with a hydel dam that would harness the power of flowing water to create electricity. This task was nothing short of daunting, considering the terrain of the Western Ghats. In 1910, Jamshedji's dream of bringing clean energy to Mumbai was brought to life by Sir Dorabji Tata. By establishing the first hydroelectric plant, Tata Power was born. Tata Power is India's largest integrated power company, with 20 to 25 percent of its generation sourced from clean energy sources. And it has installed a generation capacity of 8,521 megawatts in India, with 1.8 million customers across the country and an effective presence in all the segments of the power sector. In 1917, the Tata Group debuted in the consumer space with the Tata Oil Mills Corporation, known for its popular soap brands Hamam and Moti. This was later sold to Hindustan Unilever in 1984. In 1919. After the death of Sir Ratan Tata, the younger son of Jamshedji Tata, the Sir Ratanji Tata Trust and Allied Trusts was established in accordance with his will. The trust was created in quotes for the advancement of education, learning and industry in all its branches including education in economy, sanitary services and art or for the relief of human suffering or for other works of public utility. Quote closed. The trust had a corpus of 8 million rupees. In 1920, India sends her first Olympic team to the games in Antwerp, largely largely due to Sir Dorab's efforts. In 1924, he finances the Indian team headed to the Paris Games as well. In 1929, the 24-year-old JRD Tata received the first pilot license in India, the culmination of a childhood fascination with flying and with legendary aviator Louis Blairot. Later in 1932, JRD Tata flew the first flight to, of the subcontinent from Karachi to Mumbai. This was the birth of Tata Airlines, now Air India. If you are interested in knowing the history of Air India from the time it was started by JRD Tata to its acquisition by the Indian government and back to the Tata group, I recommend this video by Bispo. Link will be in the show notes. When JRD was elevated to the top post in the Tata Group in 1938 taking over as chairman from Sir Navroji Saklatwala he was the youngest member of the Tata Sons board 
Over the next 50 odd years of his stewardship, the group expanded into chemicals, automobiles, tea, and information technology, breaking with the Indian business practice of having members of one's own family run different operations. JRD pushed to bring in professionals. Under his chairmanship, the assets of the Tata Group grew from US dollars 101 million to over US dollar over 5 billion US dollars. Starting with 14 enterprises upon his departure half a century later in 1988, Tata Sons had grown to a conglomerate of 95 enterprises. In 1941, the Tata Memorial Hospital was commissioned by the Sir Thirabji Tata Trust. It pioneers cancer treatment in the country and offers ca- access to cancer care for all. Starting as an 80-bed hospital and covering an area of 15,000 square meters, TMC now has more than 6,000 beds spread over almost 70,000 square meters. The annual budget of 5 lakhs in 1941 is now close to 120 crore. TMC is a comprehensive center for the prevention and treatment of cancer and for research too. It is a landmark on the global health map and particularly important to this part of the world. Nearly 25,000 patients visit clinics each year, not only from all over India but also from neighboring countries as well. About 60% of patients seeking primary care are treated free of charge. Over the years, TMC has also realized the importance of preventative activities and is reaching out to create awareness even in rural areas. In 1945, India's scientific infrastructure takes a massive step forward. When JRD Tata and Homi Baba established the Tata Institute of Fundamental Research, in the same year, Tata Motors was founded. First focused on locomotives, now it is one of the top automobile manufacturers in India, leading the EV market. In 1946, Naval Tata is named as the president of the Indian Hockey Association. Under his watch, India achieves the Olympic glory with goals in 1948, 1952, and also 1956. In 1952, JRD Tata decides to enter the cosmetic space with the launch of a new company called Lakme. Yes, Lakme is very much an Indian company. and the name lakme comes from the name lakshmi a hindu goddess lakme was sold to hindustan unilever along with tomco in 1984 in 1954 voltas was incorporated and is associated with multiple prestigious projects such as the burj khalifa making it a leading engineering solutions provider and air conditioning brand tata motors known as telco entered the commercial vehicle space in collaboration with daimler Benz AG West Germany in 1954 the first Tata Mercedes Benz truck rolled out 6 months later in 1962 Tata entered the beverages space as well with the launch of their Tata Finlay later called Tata Tea and now called Tata Global Beverages Tata Tea's popular campaigns have included Asli Tazgi in 9 in the 90s featuring a Bollywood hit and recently Jagore Also in 1962 Tata Exports now called Tata International was set up. The company operates in 39 countries focusing on trade and distribution and manufacturing leather products. In 1968 India's first software services company Tata Consultancy Services ushers in a new era. Today it is a truly global enterprise with presence in 46 countries. Today TCS is the second largest Indian company by market capitali- capitalization and is among the most valuable IT service brands worldwide employing over 6 lakh employees. Let's jump to 1983 when Tata decided to disrupt the next industry salt. Ta- Tata Chemicals changed the way India consumes salt. 
Tata Salt is the country's first iodized brand iodized branded salt the desh ka namak to build a strong healthy nation in 1984 tata enters the watch market by launching titan industries a joint ventures with tamil nadu industrial development cooperation tidco titan today is considered the gold standard for watches in india and i'm sure you or anyone in your family has owned at least one if not multiple titan watches after seeing the success of its commercial vehicles telco now tata motors cruises into the passenger vehicle space with tata mobile in 1988 tata sierra in 1991 followed by tata estate in 1992 in 1992 with an eye on an evolving market titan launched raga to change the women's watch segment fastrack launched in 1998 became an iconic youth brand unless you try to evolve as the market dynamics change your company is bound to fail and the tatas are the best example on how to keep evolving raga today is a very popular brand amongst the women and it's the first choice for most people since it looks premium while not being too expensive in the same year jrd tata was awarded india's highest civilian honor the bharat ratna for his contribution to nation building and he also won the un population award that year in 1994 tata revolutionized another industry with the launch of tanishq the retail brand brought transparency and reliability to an unorganized sector The Tatas with the launch of Tanishq taught us that you will need to find a differentiating factor when you launch a new brand otherwise you'll end up on the same boat as your competitors instead of being ahead of them. Today Tanishq ranks top in the list of jewelers in India and continues to gain the trust of millions of Indians as well as foreign customers. In 1998 the iconic Tata Indica India's first indigenously designed and manufactured car was launched along with India's first SUV the Tata Safari. These two cars are still popular to this day and we can still spot a lot of Indica taxis as well as maintained safaris. In 2003, TCS became the first Indian company to cross 1 billion dollars in revenue. It goes public in 2004 in the largest IPO in India raising nearly 1.2 billion. In 2006, Tata disrupted another market by launching Tata Sky, a collaboration with Sky, a re- European company, and the largest share of The DTH market now still belongs to Tata Sky. Now it's been rebranded to Tata Play with 33.03% of the market, which entails 65.58 million subscribers, following closely behind Bharti Telemedia's Airtel with 26.49, and Dish TV holds 21.67, and Sun Direct has 18.81%. It is now very clear that whichever market Tata's enter. they become the market leaders in the same year infinity retail launches chroma india's first national chain of multi brand outlets for consumer electronics and durables more than 15 years later even today chroma is one of the most trusted brands to shop for electronics in the offline space where there is tata there's automatically the trust of people in 2007 tata steel acquires corus now tata steel europe it is europe's second largest steel producer serving construction automotive packaging and engineering industries in 2008 tata motors unveils the people's car tata nano to make safe transport affordable to millions it also acquires iconic british car maker jaguar land rover there's an interesting story about tata's acquisition of jaguar land rover from ford which will show the humility as well as savageness of mr ratan tata The poor response to Indica had driven Tata Motors to sell their car business to Ford Motor. 
Ratan Tata flew with his team to the US to meet the then Ford chairman Bill Ford. Tata was reportedly humiliated by Ford in that meeting who said in quotes you don't know anything why did you start the passenger car division at all we are doing you a big favor by buying you your car division quote close the clock turned full circle such that this time in 2008 ford was struggling to make a profit on sales ford approached ratan tata to sell their car business while a humiliated ratan tata could have chosen to do the same to him as ford did him he however offered to buy jaguar and land rover series cars from ford there were selling cars at that time and within a few years after the buyout jaguar land rover made a dramatic turnaround and is the mainstay of tata motors finances now in 2012 tata global beverages limited partners with starbucks to bring their international coffee giant to india the next 5 years see the fastest rollout of stores in starbucks history although starbucks isn't as popular in india as it is globally Tata ensures that all employees are well treated and over its 5 year journey Tata Starbucks has grown women participation in their partner base from 16% in FY14 to 26% in FY18 and this still continues to grow which is really commendable In 2015 the Tata group follows up that development with Vistara Tata Sons joint ventures with Singapore Airlines It celebrates flying 1 million customers that same year Vistara today is considered the best low cost airline especially for its service the same reason why Air India used to be popular during the early 1900s now that Air India is back with the Tata group they are merging Vistara along with Air India in 2017 N Chandrasekharan CEO and MD of TCS since 2009 is appointed as the chairman of Tata Sons by the board of directors In May 2019, Tata Global Beverages and Tata Chemicals announced transaction to combine their consumer brands and create a new entity, Tata Consumer Product Limited. The same year, Brand Finance named Tata as India's most valuable brand, with its brand value growing by 37% to 19.6 billion. It is the fastest-growing brand among the top 25. In January 2020, Tata Motors announced the launch of India's own electric SUV, Nexon EV. ushering a new wave of e-mobility in the country in order to accelerate the adoption of EVs in India Tata Motors is closely working with other Tata Group companies including Tata Power Tata Chemicals Tata Auto Comp Tata Motors Finance and Chroma to create a, an e-mobility system Tata Uni EVs 2020 was also the year when the pandemic hit the country and during those hard times the Tata Group committed rupees 1500 crore in the fight against COVID-19 Tata companies and the trust swung into action helping fulfill immediate needs of healthcare equipment and hospitals as well as pursuing long-term efforts to keep the economy and the country running. In 2021, Tata Digital Limited, a 100% owned subsidiary of Tata Sons, acquires a majority stake in e-commerce grocery giant Big Basket. An online healthcare marketplace, 1MG, was also purchased by Tata. It also invested in CureFit Healthcare. All these companies were beginning to grow. due to the pandemic induced lockdown due to which people were restricted from leaving their homes the same year tata group slash tcs and bharti airtel combined to implement the made in india 5g network solution for india as of today airtel 5g is available in more than 3000 cities towns and villages this has to be the fastest rollout of any generation of mobile networks in india 2021 was the year when 68 years after the center took over the operations for Air India the airline returned to the group 
after Tata Sons won a bid in October. The group took over management and control of the airline in January 27, 2022. In 2022, Tata won the bid for the title sponsor of IPL for the course of two years and they'd used this opportunity to promote and they'd used this opportunity to promote their super app Tata New, in which you can make payments for online shopping and everything in a single app. That ends this beautiful journey of the Tata Group and this episode was one of those in which both you and I will learn a lot because there's a lot to learn from the Tata Group, not only business-wise but also humanities-wise. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode just the way I enjoyed narrating it to you. Thanks a ton for listening and we'll catch you guys in a brand new episode next week.